Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Good afternoon. Welcome to Laurie and Julia's show on My Talk 1071. Thank you for joining us. We will keep you entertained. We will keep you up to date with the latest on COVID-19. That is our, our promise to you at this here radio station. Uh, of course, we're still uh, collecting donations for the Sheridan Story and Meals on Wheels. I'm just checking some amounts here. Uh, yeah, Sheridan yes. Story uh, is up to $7,741. And I don't think that includes the 2500 that is being uh, also added by Chris Lindahl. Uh-huh. And uh, I've got to find the Meals on Wheels, okay. so you'll have to bear with me on that one. All right, okay? well... You know, we're all just, just doing what we can to get through the panic, the anxiety, the lows, the, you, I mean, it's just so, like, every day I call my mom and I said, Mom, I don't know what to say. And she goes, neither do I. Mm. Same with my dad, basically. He was all, you know, the, the, the races have been called off, you know, NASCAR. Oh. I said, Dad, yeah, everything's getting canceled. But I did just, because I was like, oh, I am going to actually reach out to my high school gal pals. There's like five or six yes. of us. And I did a group text, something Which, that everybody knows that we knows me well. We get yelled at if we include you in the group text. Yeah, yeah. yeah I know. Yeah, no, I, we I, do. I, <laughs> I know. I, I dislike them immensely. And we and let you get away with that behavior. You really have. I, I really have been a diva yeah. in my life when it comes to text. So I send a group text out to the high school gal pals with um, Jim Parsons from the Big Bang fast breathing into a paper bag and then a <laughs> kitty uh, dressed up like a shamrock. Cute. And, and I said, I'm having all the feelings and my one friend writes back, hell has frozen over and the world is on fire. You initiated a group test. It, it, I, so I can't even imagine being on a receiving end of that from you. Julia, and then... and did then you guys have some good giggles? We did have some good giggles and then I got... All kinds of texts and all kinds of even a few posts on Facebook over the hair salons, uh, which are part of the closing for the next two weeks. Ha ha, you're going to have to wash your own hair. But did you tell them you've gone longer? Uh, you had it done yesterday. because I, I did. I just, I did have my hair. We talked about this yesterday that of all things, Laura, you might have, have to, to put your fingers, put soap in your hair, blow dry. I mean, the only shampoo we have in our house is baby shampoo for Casey. I mean, I don't even have conditioner. I mean, but maybe I have some from a hotel. I'm not going to worry about that. No. I have a whole... What? I have at least she has a days. Why He's does got, he use baby shampoo? Well, if because if you don't he, have a lot of hair in your guy, why oh, do you need okay. anything more than that? Was, you know, the no tears thing. No. No, <laughs> no it's the most mild <laughs> shampoo. Is. And if you get it in okay. your eyes... So anyway, but what, what really, though, not just a selfish reason, because I do oh. love to get a blow-up, but, you know, the hair salons, all these people... Along now, they're joining the restaurants, the bartenders, the musicians, and no money. So, what can we do, Julia? What, what can we do? 
buy gift cards buy gift cards okay. from your hair salon whatever that might yep. they're all doing it hi-fi hair and records sloan beauty bars roberto's blonde jute whoever might be uh in your neighborhood you could do that um, okay also you know the electric fetus chose to close you know some of the independent small stores are choosing to close because right? no one is coming in so you can buy gift cards you know for like the electric fetus or patina or avalon or you know, chapter two books, or if you just really feel like I just need to stay home, we can support our restaurant. Yes, we can support our businesses and restaurants and salons uh, that are right in our, like, because people are regulars at a lot of places. Yeah. Those are the, like, that's what Casey did yesterday. He got a bunch of gift cards at, you know, the six regular restaurants that we go to all the time. Yes. Because he was just like, you know, mm-hmm. I want to do something. Everyone does. Everyone's like, what can I do? But if yeah. you're recently unemployed, you're not going to be able to no, do this, aren't. obviously. So anyway, I just thought, okay, well, we, we could we could do that. And, you know. Um, we, uh, you know, the other thing is, Lori. Um, Donnie posted our, our, remember we talked about the, the um, meditation and mindfulness yes. apps. And how how after just even doing one of those you know, a five-minute thing for two days in a row can help. He posted that list today. Thank you, of Donnie. Of the 15 best... My, yeah, yeah, it's good stuff there. And, yeah. like, my um, my friend Deborah, who owns Energy Pilates and Fitness, yes. she's offering free online classes in Facebook Live. Was that what we were just doing? We were just doing something she just sent to you and I, but oh, she okay. has, you know, real classes that they've, right. they've shot that are online at um, on Facebook. You just go to Energy Pilates and Fitness. Because you see, you know, ABC did this huge thing on all these apps for fitness, but they all cost money. Yes. This is free. Right, right. So, um, and, and I think Lifetime, I heard, might be doing some virtual stuff. for, But, you know, they're just trying to figure it out. It's it's all being updated, you know, minute by minute. And how can you make your body be a weight? You know, there's. A, I think that's kind of one of the big things because part of the whole mental health package is the mind and the body and the spirit, but the body. And with not being able to move, you know, people are used to riding bikes and doing treadmills and doing classes and stuff. But at least there's no snow and we can walk outside. Exactly. Thank goodness. And no. then figure out about, you know, people are going to get creative around their home for what they can do. I know that there was a big Star Trek. There's a Star Trek theme dance party online for free. If you want to giggle, I know um, the guy from... Um, Oh, who's that guy from? Oh, I can't think of his name, but he did an online dance. People are doing fun things. Yes, if you they need are. to burn off some steam and get some energy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, there's people are really. I mean, Matthew McConaughey. He he he's trying. Yeah, he's trying his oh, okay. best to soothe soothe us all through this. I, and I do think he has. I love his voice. It's amazing. I mean, the car he, commercials I could do. About nothing. Uh, yeah, I could do mindfulness it's, to his babbling to nothing. the Lincoln. You know? Yes. You're driving. He's ice fishing. Yeah, you're driving. Uh, I have, Matthew, if you want to hear it. Let's hear yeah. it. I know you posted it. But it is. Yeah, let's I did. Hear it. So let's it's, hear it. When you, it's even more soothing when you watch it. Okay. Here we go. Hey, everybody. McConaughey here. Oh. just want to say in these crazy times uh, that we're in with the coronavirus, um, let's take care of ourselves and each other. Uh, let's not go to the lowest common denominator and get paranoid. Let's do our due diligence, take the precautions we need to to take care of ourselves and those of us around us. Right now, more than ever before, we're all more dependent on each other than we ever have been. But we have an enemy in the coronavirus 
that is faceless, that is raceless, sexless, non-denominational, and bipartisan. And it's an enemy that we all agree we were going to beat. We want to beat, and we're going to beat him. All right? So in this time when people are going to move on, the economy is going to be in shambles for who knows how long, there is a green light on the other side of this red light that we're in right now. Oh, and I believe that green light is going to be built upon the values that we can enact right now, values of fairness, kindness, accountability, resilience, respect, courage. If we practice those things right now, when we get out of this, this virus, this time might be the one time that brings us all together and unifies us. Like we have. Not. And it goes on from there. It goes on. Oh. And Matthew, and he's Bre- the, the give us the green light away from the, the red, red light. light. I mean, I he's, just so oh, I love him. But you know, but and, yeah, and that is, what he's I think it's basic. I have it I've covered in the randoms about, I, you know, my kids got this book, How to Be a Good Citizen. And it's an old book from the 50s, but yeah. those principles still apply. Absolutely. So we'll review them just to make sure, but it's kind of cute. Yeah. All right. Listen, when we come back, uh, we've got an update from a couple of celebrities on the coronavirus, including Tom Hanks and Kevin Love. Speakers are the new radios, but sometimes Alexa can be a little tricky. For tips on enabling your Amazon Echo to play My Talk, go to mytalk1071.com, keyword Alexa. Don't show up. Thirty from KSTP Eyewitness News, so he'll update us on what's been passed in the Senate. Any new, anything? So that's what How we're just doing. All you guys. That's yep. right, just getting that. And then we have Chris Bohalian on, and we became fans of his when we had him on a couple of years ago for his book, The Flight Attendant, which Kaylee Coco optioned and is going to be a mini series on HBO Max. Right. And his new book, um, and we we the Red discovered Lotus. him on book nineteen or twenty because yes, this I, is his twenty. Right. We're way late to his game. Way late to his party. But we got a great new book for people. Yeah, we do. And it's a good mystery thriller. And page turner. And then um and then we just got some uh you know, then just some of our regular stuff. But I thought we would start today with because we've had our first fake celebrity with coronavirus story. Oh Daniel Radcliffe does not have coronavirus. No. Okay, we okay. had the Russian bots working overnight on Oprah. Right, saying that she was sex trafficking out of her Miami home. Yes. Of all weird things. Well, yeah. it's it, it's just it's crazy mm-hmm. times and crazy things are happening. So this is from the Today Show. I think it's Natalie Morales. Just how, how about the celebrities who have been out loud like Tom Hanks and other about having it and how they're doing. So okay. here we go. One week after their coronavirus diagnosis, Tom Hanks, along with wife Rita Wilson, are updating fans on their road to recovery with Hanks's signature sense of humor. Good news, the symptoms are much the same, he writes. Bad news, my wife Rita Wilson has won six straight hands of gin rummy and leads by 201 points. The couple under quarantine at a rental home in Australia after spending several days in the hospital. British actor Idris Elba also checking in with fans after revealing his coronavirus diagnosis Monday. Still don't have any symptoms, checking my fever twice a day and um, feel good, feel okay. While the 47-year-old says he's trying to stay positive, he admits he's concerned. Um, I'm worried about, you know, my having asthma and how that could make uh, make things really complicated for me very quickly. 
that it? That's that the first it? one. Oh, yeah. first okay, play the next one. Because oh, okay. that is a real concern. Oh, with the people asthma. with asthma because it's a lung disease. This thing attacks your lungs. Yeah. Yep. Okay, here we go. Overnight, basketball superstar Kevin Durant becoming the latest celebrity to confirm he has tested positive. Telling a reporter he feels fine, adding, everyone be careful, take care of yourself, and quarantine. We're going to get through this. Other stars are doing what they can to keep spirits up and help those in need. John Legend with wife Chrissy Teigen and daughter Luna performing a live concert on Instagram. Like all the other unicorns. Reese Witherspoon and Jennifer Garner among the celebrities reading children's books on Instagram for kids stuck at home. Welcome to the Tonight Show. I'm uh, so excited to be doing the show from my panic room. I mean, I mean, living room. Jimmy Fallon providing some comedic relief in the first episode of the new at-home version of the Tonight Show, posted on the show's YouTube page. Hollywood standing together, at least virtually, hoping to let everyone else know they're not alone. And so far, it's Fallon, Jimmy Kimmel, and Conan is doing updates from his kitchen. Yes. Uh, that are doing their... Many, ten- many monologues. Many monologues. But we've got Kimmel later. He's hysterical. Yeah, and I think Colbert did one the other day from, from his the bathtub in yep. his suit, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, he had a new one from outside in his patio today. He's- yeah, so, it, you know, it. We're if we're spending a lot of time indoors, there's certainly a lot of uh, things uh, that we can get distracted with because you can't watch the news. Oh my gosh! All the time, or you will absolutely be and they advise against it. Yeah, and um, uh, my mom actually told me this. uh, She knew Sierra and and Russell Wilson are donating a million meals to Seattle's food bank Mm -hmm. because Seattle has been hit very very hard, and they've been dealing with this for well a month at least. Yes. Yeah. So. It's uh, so that that's a cool thing, and then Kevin Love was also on the Today Show, and you know he was the Mark Cuban. I think said first, yes, I will take care of my employees at the basketball arena, you know, and then Kevin Love donated a hundred thousand dollars to the um, Cleveland um, Stadium workers. That's right, and then he has also been uh, very outspoken and out loud about mental health and depression, yeah. and really done a lot of good by being you know telling sharing his story Mm -hmm. so here he is uh just talking about like what this means for people who already have anxiety already for many of us this is all these crazy alien stories can't be true can they hey it's Stephen diener host of the unidentified alien podcast and whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there the unidentified alien podcast or uap for short there's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world and the beauty of it is that i bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe download and subscribe to uap on any of the major podcasting platforms and you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Sir, might be our first go-round with true anxiety. I can honestly say for me, the the last time I had an anxious thing was, you know, like the... 
probably the the immediate, you know, two weeks of 9-11. Yes. But that was the first one in my life. And I was, you know, uh, whatever age I was in my 30s. Yeah. You know, for a lot of millennial kids, I mean, this is their second economic crash if you're 35. And for many kids, this is like their first thing of something that's making you anxious and but then, it's bigger it's, and it's bigger and it's so big and it's so so if you have anxiety or if you already have yeah you know yeah it just compounds can, the yes yeah. it's hard to imagine so here's kevin love oh, she is shedding some light let's bring in kevin love who joins us by facetime and he asked michelle krask to join us too she's a professor of psychology and psychiatry at ucla where kevin attended college i just want to say first of all good morning to both of you and kevin i mean it's one of those famous kind of sayings it's like the anecdotes of fear and pain are basically helping someone that sort of makes you feel better well you walk the walk man you gave a hundred grand to help the folks who were affected by this in around your arena tell me about the decision to do that well um you know obviously it's been an incredibly stressful time for a number of people uh as you the show just mentioned a lot of people living paycheck to paycheck so i felt you know, this is really the time to, you know, especially for us NBA players to walk the walk and be more than athletes. You know, we see uh, people in the community, we see people working at our arena at least 41 nights out of the year, us playing home games. So it was just a, a way for me to try and help navigate this incredibly stressful and anxiety ridden time to just, you know, pay it forward and and really help them. And um you know, it's 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 been tough and, you know, trying to just normalize this conversation around uh, what's going on and people are feeling a certain way about it. So I think it's more uh, of a time for for us to, to step up and be community leaders and, and do what's right for for the people that are that are having a very stressful and tough time. OK, I mean, he's just so he's got that little bit of fifth, yeah. you know, in his thing, but he just is he's really a just. I don't know why the Timberwolves ever traded him, or I don't know anything about the basketball stuff about him. I just remember what I just thought, what a great basketball name. That Kevin was really, Love. Oh, Kevin it was Love. a great name. Yeah, like your name, Donnie, yes. Donnie yeah, Love. I mean, anyone who's yeah. got love for the last name, I mean, that's yes. a great name. And we have just one more okay. short one from him. So, Kevin, in addition to this being a money thing, which you have done, this is also an anxiety thing. And it's something yeah. that you've publicly spoken about. And there are people at home who are watching you this moment on television who are feeling that feeling. They fe- they're yeah. feeling anxious. And maybe they're not affected directly by it, but they can feel it. So what would be, going through what you've gone through, your best uh, advice for them? I would just, uh, I mean, uh, Dr. Kraft will talk about this, but she had a great saying yesterday that I hadn't heard is that, you know, social distancing doesn't mean, you know, social or self-isolation. I think during those times you can feel incredibly hopeless. And uh, I think that's at the root of all anxiety and depression, uh, first and foremost. I think it's it's incredibly tough and, and not good for you to do is just sit at home and just, you know, be by yourself and not reach out to anybody. I think people are looking for that that uh, sense of community, the you know feeling of being, you know, kind of integrated into something bigger than themselves. So I think this is a, you know, a great great way to do it obviously we're sitting here on facetime right now People that's right. Do. we're running out of time that's all right but yeah. i mean we can use facetime and yeah. we can yeah all these things anyway God you know who his uncle is who mike love do you know that name yeah of the oh beach yeah boys. the beach boys that's his uncle oh there you go what a great last name that's a talented family <laughs> yeah.
All right, let's check in with uh, Holly Hollywood over there. Yeah. We're in this for the this long haul because yeah. there's stuff changing all the time it and rapidly. Every minute. It really and does. And I'm I'm glad that you're here. Uh, I well, think you're very calming. Well, thank you very much and happy to come up and, and chat with you guys. And I mean, there's a news conference going on right now with Governor Walls and Commissioner Grove right now. And so I was just listening in on that mm-hmm. and some of the things that they've talked to, that they're talking about. Um, you know, they're talking some and a lot of it is uh, a little bit in the weeds. They're talking about regulations, lifting some things on trucking so we can make sure that we have supplies and groceries and all of those things because there are a lot of uh, time regulations and weight regulations that those kinds of things have to deal with. But, you know, I, I know you guys have probably talked a little bit about some of the new numbers, but we have 17 new ca- cases reported today. From yesterday. So, from yesterday. So that's a total of uh, 70, Seven. uh, 77 mm-hmm. total. Yeah. So I've got a breakdown. 46 males, 31 females oh, in this. So, okay. yeah. Yeah. And 13 of those so are healthcare workers. Mm-hmm. But this is interesting. They did not acquire this in the work setting it's all related to travel travel okay. yeah okay. yeah okay. um and uh so four people are still in the hospital and one is in critical condition so those are some of the numbers that are going on with this right now is there an age range well the age range the median age is 50 years old okay and um we had yesterday we had 17 to 90 17 to 94 94, i think Mm -hmm. so that's kind of it's it's everybody it's it's not discriminating against anybody yes it can really be anyone that that is out there Mm -hmm. and available that's why they're saying stay home Mm -hmm. stay calm stay home and try to keep yourself away from as many people as you can and it's just so hard yeah so what what happened did the governor say anything about what happened with unemployment okay so we've been talking about unemployment Mm -hmm. so um he is talking about unemployment uh commissioner grove just got up and was talking about what's happened i want you to listen to some of these numbers Mm -hmm. okay if you uh, have lost your job due to this. If you have lost your hours, you've been cut back, you can apply for unemployment insurance. A year ago this week, they had 2,100 applicants. 2,100 applicants a year ago this week. This week, and it's only Wednesday, they've had over 50,000 applicants. So yeah. this so is this a far-reaching yes, Everybody. yes. He said they're having two thousand applicants an hour right now. Let me give you a website if you want. You guys want to grab please, a pen please. because he said if you call, um, you're going to have to get on and get in, in a queue uh, in a queue and just wait, wait, wait. So it's U I M is in Mary N is in Nancy dot org U I M N dot org. And he said that they do have, you know, you can do it through the website and you can you can apply through the website. And it's really the way to do it, because they say you're just not going to get it's going to take you forever to get through any other way. Right. And it really is unemployment insurance. M.M. Yes. So U-I-M-N. Yes. Dot org. Yes. And so, I mean, you know, it makes a difference. And they're working on small business loans. Um, right now f- through the state, you can get through those through sba.org. 
Um, but they're trying to, uh, they have the paperwork ready for state money, for state money to try to get some more of that money from the federal government as mm-hmm. well. Um, because I was looking at some of the rates and things like that. If you have a small business, um, rates are around eight and a half, nine percent for about $25,000. It's really tough if you have that small business and yeah. you're trying to figure out how to keep how it going do we keep it going, going with you know? no business coming in yeah you're the, thinking you know i mean really it's yeah there's it's a some, lot yeah and you know i was reading about some of the things that you you, knew you can do and so many of them are they seem like not a big deal but they can be a big deal, you know. Um, it's you know what can you cut back on? What you know can you cut back on? Maybe a cleaning service, or maybe um, some of the the extra services that you have come. You know, coffee service, those mm-hmm. kinds of things. And the hard part of this is it, it is it a snowball effect that affects yeah, yeah. the guy that exactly. has the coffee shop exactly. that, that's running the game. Exactly. And so there's so many things, and, and I, you don't want to cut back on cleaning right now. <laughs> yeah, right. But I mean, yeah. you're touching yeah. your yeah, landlord. I guess yes. that could yeah. be a thing. And and, and, and people aren't going to want to lose these businesses no. that own buildings, right? Yeah. And he's and and one of the things that this says is contact the landlord, contact the bank, to, m- explain to them. Make sure that you communicate with them that you are going through this tough time. You have full intention of paying the rent. You have mm-hmm. full intention of mm-hmm. of making sure that your bills are paid. Call the bank. And those are important things to do. And and you can do that even with credit card companies. As right. long as they know yep. that you are good, good intending point, to pay. And if you can pay a little bit, that goes a long way from what I understand. That always helps. If you can just pay you know, a few bucks that they will at least know that you are working in good faith. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's just so many things that are happening and, and it continues to change all the time. And that's a difficult part of this. And the educators are working on figuring out that still how they're, so, what do we know? Yes. And um, this is uh, what the very first day that all schools are out completely. Yep. Mm-hmm. Okay. So the teachers are having to figure out exactly how they're going to do this distance learning. Mm-hmm. You know, if you get out into rural Minnesota, you got people who may not have complete access to the internet, sure. and, and it could be it could yeah. be spotty yes. even if you could yeah. get it. Yes, Jessica Miles is actually on this story for the news at five o'clock yeah. today, and one of the oh. things she said is in some of the um, far outreaching areas, they're even looking at having um, the ability for students to drive up to the school parking lot. And get a packet. And and get a packet or actually just log into the Wi-Fi service from the building mm. so they can get Wi-Fi on their own computer. If just they don't saying have it's it sitting in the parking lot. Yeah, in just their sitting cards. in the parking lot. That's, keeping well, away people from really have to get creative right now. And then, yeah. 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 There's so many things that that uh, it's 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 new to all of us. Do they think the schools are going to stay closed or are they just well, not I, really I, saying I, yet? We I have believe, to wait and see how the curve is flattening as yeah. the lingo has been. I think they're going to do the I think you're going to see the curve but schools are out for for two weeks mm-hmm. okay so um and so many of these things have you guys noticed it's a two week it's two week right. it's yeah. two week and so because yeah. well they'll be able to look at the numbers yeah is that I what think it they're is gonna see that yeah I they, think they're they gonna look see at what's the happening. numbers and see what's happening yeah, yeah. even in the governor he just said in his news conference he kind of compared this to he he this you know we're in a peacetime emergency yes. for the state uh he called this he said this is not a blizzard but this is a winter so not a blizzard, yeah. okay. but a winter. So we've kind of got to be That's a prepared good as we look at this. And we do have to look out for our small business friends. Mm-hmm. We we all have to think about that. You know, it's easy. We 
I, in any way, shop in convenience. Yeah, I am a consumer. I love consuming. I love buying stuff. I love my beauty appointments, my stores. stores. I mean, all of that. And and I am grateful to these people who have these places where I love to shop or we all like to do our stuff. Mm -hmm. But they have the very real burden of, oh, crap. What, what am I going to do? Right. Yeah. What What do you do? And you know, and salons yeah. are the other part yes. of this because they're, that they're officially closed. That's closed. new. Yeah, I know. We so. encourage people to buy um, gift, gift cards, gift cards. That's from really their smart. favorite stores or salons or restaurants. Just if to keep you, them if some they money. mean something to you, yeah, yeah. spend your money and get now. The cash you know, to them, you know, right? Yeah. If you have the means, afloat. exactly. You know, I I um, heard. I think it may somebody here. This on is Paul Folger, um, the anchor from Channel Five Eyewitness. If you're running, who is this yeah. voice yeah. that we Who's keep having voice? on? Yes. Um, you know, I heard somebody talking here yesterday. I was driving down the road in 107.1 and they were saying You're that, starting to love our station. I love it. Of I course. mean, come on, you're of a course. fan now. You guys are number three. Like, you know how you go across the digits on the car. Uh-huh. You know, I, I, you're right there on the top row. Nice. Nice. You. The car, so I love it. Um, but uh, he was talking, somebody, and I can't remember all that's the time. Right. That's in my okay. Head. But anyway, he was just saying, you know, if you're normally spending... Uh, $200 a month going out to eat, make sure you put that money back into the economy. Go to those restaurants, get that takeout or whatever. Right. You know, That's yeah. a good and, idea. And I think so too. Yeah, yeah. And say, I don't need the forks. I don't need the napkins. napkins. Yeah. Right. I don't need that. So because even a box of forks is money that that right. restaurant has to spend. That's right. a great, it's really that's small, a really, th- but small that's a great point. I know Buka has drive up takeout. Mm-hmm. Um, there's, mm-hmm. we might have to gather a list together to remind people about that, but because that is a great way to support them still. Right. Yeah. Because that is true. If that yeah. was like your, that not was everyone kind of wants to cook a- every night. No, right. not right, hell. Sure. No, <laughs> I, 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 yeah, I'm just like going crazy at all right. the, what do I yeah. do? What do I do? Cooking that looks to be ahead of me. But yeah, I guess I can send. <laughs> so yeah, you can, out. I mean, you know, you can still do takeout. You can yeah. still do, uh, some, some deliveries, although some of the big delivery services are, mm-hmm. they're kind of doing away with some of that right now for a little bit. Well, people can get out of their house and go in their car and go drive to a right. Restaurant and use wipes to open the door and pick up something and leave. Right, right. You right. know that yeah. can, can be that. done. Yeah. And we yeah. do need to leave our house to oh go my. to a car and do oh something. Gosh. Right. There's so many things. If that... for no other reason to see the MyTalk billboards. Yeah. <laughs> I haven't even seen the MyTalk billboards. I haven't billboards. seen anything with Jason yeah. Alexis, but they just went up and I thought there's no cars. They're, they're, they're out there. You got to get out there and look at them <laughs> right. for sure. So we are also at five o'clock today. We're also we we are hearing from nurses mm-hmm. yeah. on this whole thing. Because we haven't heard a lot from the healthcare workers. Yeah. So, and listen to this survey that came out. Now, this is from the Minnesota Nurses Association. They surveyed a thousand nurses asking them about, you know, where they work, are they, where they prepared for this event? Mm-hmm. Less than 5% said, yeah, we felt like we were prepared. So, right. I mean, that's a big, it's a big they're deal. really the front line yeah, you know, and are. giving it up um, really we really have to but don't them. you think that they've been in preparation i mean that they are now or is oh, it of course, is there supplies are limited. supplies, the supplies are, you know the number one thing that they say that they need it they want those yeah those n95 masks the masks. Said that's mm-hmm. what they want i feel like yeah. i want to work for 3m and go and work the extra extra ship and shift and do it overnight because they're the ones who make to these ca- masks yeah to catch up with yeah. all of that because uh, yeah i mean can you man imagine the demand that you're just trying no. to keep up with yeah yeah. Well, I mean, who, but if we've never been using it, why don't they just make them? I guess I don't understand They're, that part of it. Lori, they are making them, but we're talking about a world okay. crisis. Yeah. And 3M and is a global a few pla- places that, that make, make these. these. It's right, kind of like, 
not everybody has them in the same with ventilators. Those aren't easy to produce overnight, you know, Got so it. how are we doing that? And it's just people hard. are being really creative, but I do think that is like the biggest fear in you, that you hear about our health community. And I do, I also, and you know, and when you just talk about supplies and things like that, I feel like I did a, just a little bit of shopping today and things were were I thought Stocked. pretty good. Yeah. yeah, good. You know, good. I thought things were pretty good. And I didn't see just a slam of people like, right. like, like I did last even, weekend. Even even yesterday, yesterday I saw a slam of people. Yeah. And so, yeah. So I feel like good. You know, and that's really important that we give an opportunity for these truckers to get this supply to everything and so the stores can get it stocked. It's right. important. Yeah. I'm yeah. I'm gonna check in with a couple grocery stores tomorrow. Okay. And I'll have a report. Oh, Thank you. I'll go like, you know, mid morning. Well right. You the know, thing kind I of, saw is everybody really doing um, the, the distancing. Yeah. I think really Target were. is asking on Wednesday mornings that you save that for people at high risk. Mm-hmm. That's right. And elderly people. And they're they're changing their hours yeah. as well. London Byerly has that. I believe and it's Kowalski's. 6 to 7 a.m. Mm-hmm. Kowalski's yeah. has it. Um, and for immuno. Cobb, um, I think, has it. Yeah. I mean, everybody is trying, is trying to be good to citizens. Yeah. Something, yeah. You know, because it, I think that's what it's going to take is everybody just. Just participating a little bit to make a big difference. All right. Well, Paul, Paul. uh, when you come back, update us on whatever happened nationally today. Because I I I think something happened. And we'll talk to you at 530. And when we come back, we're going to talk with Chris Bohalen about if you need to escape into a great book. It's called The Red Lotus. We're talking to him next. Smart speakers are so smart. They know how to be radios. Listen to my talk on yours. Okay, we need escape into yes. books, and uh, we have like we just feel like we're just friends forever, Chris Bohalian. Hi, Chris. What? How are you, Lori? Hello, Julia. Hi. Oh my gosh. Okay, so we were late to your book game. The first book of yours we ever read was The Flight Attendant. It was a couple years ago, and we just died at how good it was. It just. So juicy, and then it gets sold. You know, Kaylee Coco options it, and we've been talking about the filming of it for like a year. Yeah. And then we talk on Twitter, and then you've been working on the Red Lotus. Is this what you worked on between since the flight attendant? Yes, oh. I was. I, I started writing the Red Lotus almost as soon as the flight attendant was published. I started writing that novel in April of 2018 when I saw two newspaper articles about the eight different kinds of antibiotic-resistant pathogens that exist in New York City. That was the genesis of your book two years ago. Oh, my... Because, I mean, the book is a thriller mystery, and the Red Lotus, and... Oh, we love how you write a female protagonist, but you might want to just give us a little setup of the Red Lotus. Thank you. Sure. Um, The Red Lotus is the story of Alexis Remnick, Oh no! We oh lost no! Him. Hang on a second. Hang on. All, All right. right, we're panicking. We're... I think we got you there, Chris. I am here. Oh, okay. Sorry. Just temporary. Okay. All right. So was... start all over. The Red Lotus is a book about. <laughs> the Red Lotus is the story of Alexis Remnick, a New York City emergency room doctor who goes on a bike tour of Vietnam with her new boyfriend, and he disappears. And in his absence, she realizes that almost everything he told her was a lie. And she is in spectacular amounts of danger from, among other things, a deadly pathogen. My, and my, it's it's kind of and your book just came out yesterday. The timing of is, what's going on, even though it's a different situation. I mean, was your publisher like freaking out about that or anything? 
Throughout January and February, when we watched the coronavirus begin to spread, we made a moral decision not to focus on the pandemic or deadly pathogen elements of the Red Lotus yeah. in the marketing because we didn't want to exploit, look like we were exploiting right. the disease. In the last two weeks, however, um, everyone has come to us wanting to talk about the fact that this is a book about a deadly pathogen when we are in the midst of a worldwide pandemic, and it's the elephant in the room. So, yes, we, now I'm, I'm talking about it. Well, yeah. And I just, for, for our readers, I mean, it is a great thriller. It's a great mystery, murder, suspense thriller. Be- because we love, we love Alexis. We, we love do. your character. You we talk- love your doctor. I, 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 I love Alexis. Oh, my gosh. I loved some of the articles I saw about her in the last two weeks, including one, and I don't remember which woman's magazine it was, singled her out as a a great kick-ass heroine because she's an ER doctor who really takes her her problems seriously to get to the bottom of why has her boyfriend disappeared, what in the name of heaven was he up to. One of the ER doctors I interviewed reminded me that the first great literary sleuth Sherlock Holmes was created by Dr. Arthur Conan Doyle. And ER doctors are the ultimate physician detectives. So much of what they do is on-the-spot pattern recognition. Mm -hmm. They're also the funniest people on the planet. If you have an ER doctor in your world tonight, you must ask (laughs) him or her for the weirdest thing they've ever seen, and I promise you it will begin with an inappropriate object in a human (laughs) orifice, very often with an x-ray on their phone, and end with a, a Barbie doll stiletto up a little girl's nose. Oh, there you go. Yeah. And you... And it is is interesting because, you know, like one of the things that's been going around, um, like online, is that Sylvia Brown, the psychic lady, you remember her with the long... That in a book she wrote like 20 years ago, she predicted in 2020 that there would be this pandemic. But if you were to talk to like really epidemiologists or, you know, people that study this... Scientists and and people who know about that that they have always had worries about a few different viruses or pathogens, whatever you mm-hmm. want, that are out there that we know of or that we don't know of. That's always been of interest. Am I correct? Sure. Well, yes. One of those articles I mentioned that I read two years ago in the New York Times talked about a gentleman named Dr. Peter Dazek who runs Echo Health Alliance in New York City. And so out of intellectual curiosity, I called him up. He's one of the smartest people I've ever spoken to. And it was quite clear that the work he does is all about um, figuring out, among the work he does, is all about figuring out what is the next pandemic and what do we need to do to try to prevent it. And, of course, there's that great, great book 15, 20 years ago, Guns, Germs, and Steel by Jared Diamond, that, among other things, traces the role of plagues and pandemics in the world wow it it's it's okay. just it's 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 but i mean your book because we started reading the book like maybe just like two weeks ago so right when we were kind of getting all worked up about it and i have to say uh it didn't i don't know it was like oddly i was like i felt like okay everything is going to be okay there are good guys and bad guys and the, and the doctors are going to figure that i mean it I just enjoyed the thrill of it, and maybe it is because we like Alexis, the the ER doctor, so much, and the Vietnam landscape, and hearing more about what goes on in in a hospital, and hearing about 
how how people can get lied to. I mean, you yeah, know, you think someone's something and there's something completely different. This book is everything that's told from many different, you know, points of view. Yeah, I, it's Look. like it's just the book is the red lotus, you guys. If you want to escape reading, I finished mm-hmm. it last night. I'm just it's so good. Has this been option, Chris? Now is Callie Coco going to play uh, Doctor Alexis? <laughs> um, it has been optioned for a mo- for a movie or TV series, yes, but not by Kaylee's production company. They are so busy with the flight attendant, and yeah. they are so busy with Harley Quinn, and they are so busy with another sitcom that that Kaylee won't be in, but she's producing. Right. Oh, oh, she's so, pre- so she did option this, okay, or her production team. No, well, um, no, no, no. A different, a different, oh. a different movie company has the Red Lotus. Yeah. Was it, it was it Hello Sunshine, Reese Witherspoon? You can tell us. <laughs> I can't tell you okay. because we've not we've not finished crossing all okay. the and dotting all the eyes. I'm sorry. That's, That's all right. Okay, You'll I... tell us on Twitter. I know it. Yes, I will. You're correct. Okay, okay. and it'll be it'll be soon. Okay. So, do you feel like okay? You wrote this. Do you feel like are people? You know, you said people are talking to you. People want to kind of talk about the underlying thing of, in the delivery system of this pathogen. And in the book, The Red Lotus, we're talking with Chris Bohelian. Bohelian. And I always want to pronounce the J, Chris Bohelian. Well, you do, you do. It's actually, it is Bohelian. Oh, it, it is? is? It Thank is. you. Finally, me and my <laughs> silly way of pronouncing things is right. I, only, I know. I only, I'm only correcting you because you asked. I don't mind at all. You can pronounce it any way you like. It's okay. I'm so glad you're a Bohelian. I like That's that. That's easier for me to say. <laughs> okay. Um, do you, you know, what are you most proud of about this book? Um, I am most proud of Alexis as a character. Mm-hmm. So many of my characters are wounded birds, um, deeply scarred young women such as Emily Shepard in Close Your Eyes, Hold Hands, Serafina Bettini in The Light in the Ruins, Cassie Bowden in The Flight Attendant. And Alexis has her scars, but she is more, far more on the Marvel superhero spectrum than she is on the wounded bird spectrum. But I feel still that she is so empathetic and so real because... ER doctors just dazzled me so much. Yeah. Oh, that's such a great thing to say. And then we got to ask you, Chris, what's the last great book you read? Um, it is either Bruce Halsinger's The Gifted School. Oh, Imagine a it. public school for gifted children and the parents go absolutely berserk. Or Adam Higginbotham's account of Chernobyl, Midnight in Chernobyl. They both just... I mean, they're just spectacular. Yes. Oh, wait, I can I just give a shout-out to Long Bright River by Liz Moore? Yes. Um, 